The Sixers fall just short of completing a massive comeback against the T-Wolves, but more importantly, the injury bug won't stay away from this team. Let's break it all down. What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Philly Take with RB. You know the drill. Hit the like button, subscribe right now, hit the bell so you don't miss any of the content. Sixers go down against the T-Wolves, 112-109 at home. Their three-game win streak is snapped, and it was a very tough game from the start, but uh, you have to be proud of the squad, the way that they battled back in this game. I have to be honest, you know, obviously I wasn't live last night, couldn't go live for the game. I was watching it at parts. I went back and watched the end of the game. Um, At one point, I didn't think there was any way they were coming back. They were down 20 in this game, and things were just looking bad, and you know, they couldn't generate any offense and it was just tough. It was tough, especially given all the players they had out, but being significantly down bad, being significantly outweighed by this T-Wolf squad, somehow the Sixers mustered the energy together to come back and make this game competitive. So shout out to the squad. I have to be honest, I'm very happy, but also very mad at this game. And we will talk about why. Uh, but first and foremost, seems like this is a regular occurrence. Joel Embiid Puts up another great game with numbers, 32, 9, 6, and 3. Here are the last four games, as you can see. Look, 42 points, 59, 32, 32. The guy's just on a different level. We know this, uh, and he's been fantastic. And, and, you know, he's going up last night against two centers. He's going up against two big men. Honestly, it felt like I was watching Horford and Embiid out there for Minnesota. Uh, I still will never understand that trade, essentially giving five first-round picks and, and different players and and part of the core that you build up with your team to go out and get Rudy Gobert just doesn't make sense. The T-Wolves are now 8-8. Eight and eight. The Sixers are also 8-8. Eight and eight. But uh, I don't know. If I'm a T-Wolves fan, like, I wouldn't be so happy with that game. It's weird. Like, in sports, there's times where a win almost feels like a loss, and there's times where a loss almost feels like a win. And, and last night for the Sixers, the loss almost felt like a win with how they were able to come back. And for the T-Wolves, the win kind of felt like a loss, honestly, because it should not have even been that close. My favorite play from Joel Embiid last night, this was just honestly inspirational. All the people that try to downgrade Embiid and they talk about him, that's fine. I don't ever want to hear anybody downplay this man's toughness again. I don't want to hear anybody ever question this man's toughness. We'll get to this later on. Um, but man, I was so happy seeing Joel Embiid just fight through everything. I mean, the the things he has fought through before, this was no different, but You know, at one point in this game, he gets his ankle rolled up on, and what does he do? He stays in. He can barely put weight on his foot, and he goes out there and makes this possession right here. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. He goes and plucks the ball away, dives full head onto the floor, gets it back, and then he's going to set a couple screens. He's going to roll around. And look, I mean, there's four and a half minutes left in the game, and for him to be able to do this, he can barely even move, dishes it off because he can't do anything, gets it back, And he puts up a three and falls to the floor because he can't put weight on his foot and knocks it down. I don't ever want to hear anybody, like I said, try to downgrade this man's toughness. I mean, that was that was unbelievable what he did out there on that possession. Um, And I was happy that the Sixers came back. I mean, you got to give credit to guys like DeAnthony Melton and Shake Milton. Obviously, you know, the Sixers somehow cut this from a 20 point lead down to a one point game. And, and, you know, DeAnthony Melton on the. I guess what could have been like the final go-ahead bucket, if DeAnthony Melton made that layup, 
I honestly think the Sixers win. The crowd was into it. Everybody was jolting with energy. And the Sixers were down one. And DeAnthony Melton, with about 30 seconds, tries to take it full court. He had a great steal on Anthony Edwards, pokes it away, tries to take it the length. And if he would have just pump faked or went up with the opposite hand or even threw it down, the Sixers would have had the lead. Unfortunately, he was blocked by Anthony Edwards. But you look at the numbers last night, man. I mean, Melton, he had 19 points. How about Shake Milton with 27 points on 10 for 15 from the field, 3 for 5 from deep. Shake's starting to look like the Shake that beat Doc's Clippers a couple years ago. These last couple games, he's been confident. He's been aggressive. And, and, you know, I've been tough on Shake. And this is just how it goes with certain players. You know, when when they're playing good, I got to give them credit. And when they're not, I'm, I'm going to criticize them. But, you know, Shake Milton has played out of his mind. And, and maybe it's due to having more time under his belt. You know, it's been something I've talked about, even with like Matisse Thibel, who only got five minutes last night. But maybe these guys, given more time to get their rhythm and get under their own feet, maybe that will help. You know, it doesn't help when guys play a couple games and they don't play at all. And then they're getting, you know, three minutes at a time every couple games like they need a chance to to get, you know, in, in their zone, get going. And, and Shake Milton has done that the last couple games. Based off how he's playing right now, it's been really, really beneficial. It's what we need moving forward. We need more guard play. And, um, you know, especially without Maxi, we hear about the injury yesterday with him going down. We need this Shake Milton. He is playing amazing right now. Uh, Daniel House was okay. We'll talk about P.J. Tucker in a little bit. Niang, again, had 15 off the bench. He's been in a pretty good zone. Um, but, yeah, man, I mean, the Sixers fought. They didn't have much here, right? A lot of guys are banged up. Uh, you look at the numbers, though. I mean. It feels like the Sixers should have won this game statistically. I mean, they shot almost 44% from deep. They shot well from the line, and uh, they didn't turn it over a whole ton. So, I mean, you know, 22 times, but given the guys that were out, um, you know, it it wasn't like it was a completely sloppy game like it was the night before, which they found a way to win. Um, And you held the T-Wolves pretty well. Edwards with 25. Russell had 19. Cat was 5 for 14. Gobert doesn't do much offensively. so, yeah, man, it was, it was a tough game, and the Sixers fought back, and I can't be mad about this loss. They put a valiant effort out there just to even come back the way that they did. Um, it was awesome. So, shout-out to them for fighting back. Uh, how about Paul Reed as well? We got to show this play. One of the plays of the game, maybe of the season. I don't know how he did it, but when you have that momentum, when you have that uh, adrenaline rush from the crowd, I mean, it's nuts. And this was at the end of the third quarter. Look at this. A buzzer beat. It goes behind the back. Paul Reed. How the heck did he do that, man? How the heck did he do that? So, overall, I was happy with how the squad played. I was happy with how the squad played. And they fought on the second of a back-to-back. Um, we're just going to have to try to muscle through these games. It's, it's a tough thing. And that kind of takes me to why I'm mad about this game. It's not because of how they played. It's because for some reason, the injury gods hate us. I don't know what this franchise did to be cursed, but, you know, I put out the video yesterday with Tyrese Maxey being out for three to four weeks. Harden is still going to be out a couple weeks. Tobias didn't even play last night. And Joel Embiid admitted before the game, he's or after the game, he said before he was not in the right mindset. He said it, it really hit him bad, as you can see right here. Shout out to Austin Krell. Uh, he says Embiid says it hit him bad when when he heard Max he was going to miss extended time with the foot injury. He says that why he wasn't that's why he wasn't mentally in the game to start. He feels bad for Tyrese given the work he puts in. It's crazy, man. We are 16 games into the season, 
And, you know, all these guys going down. Sixers have three starters out at the time. And last night, you know, when you're watching this game, I know everybody has their stomach in a knot. Everybody's holding their breath when you see Joel Embiid go down. And the possession that I showed earlier, you know, where Embiid hits that big three and where Embiid gets, you know, dives on the ground, gets it going. That was after he got his ankle crushed. It looked to me like the injury a couple years ago against the Wizards, where you think, oh my gosh, it's done. It's over. I mean, it looked bad. He's down on the floor. He's leg up in the air. He's grabbing it, you know, screaming. You thought it was done. And somehow he stays in the game. And, and Doc Rivers was asked about it after the game. Um, and he says that he thinks Embiid just turned his ankle, which, whoo, thank you. It seems like the Sixers are right now, you know, knock on wood, are, are avoiding those longer injuries. But I'm still annoyed at this because, again, the regular season, you have to find your identity. You have to get this playing time together to develop this chemistry and get all the kinks out by the time you get to the playoffs. But at this point, I'm starting to think I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get these guys healthy to the playoffs. Again, you got to get them playing time. You got to mesh them together. You got to find, you know, what works with the core because right now our starters are starting five have barely even played together. And we are 16 games in, and, you know, as you go and you endure a season, your body gets banged up. By the time you get to the playoffs, all the guys will usually tell you they're not healthy. And if we're already sustaining this amount of injuries early in the year, I mean, it's going to be worrisome later on. That's why I think Doc needs to stop playing them so many minutes. And honestly, I would start start making a load management plan for every player because – the most important thing is getting to the playoffs healthy. If you can get a top seed, if you can, you know, lock up a pretty decent spot, which might be hard to do, but if you are confident you can do that, you might have to start managing these guys because we cannot have everybody going out. If Embiid was to go out last night, and again, thank God he didn't, but if there was some way he got injured, and and who knows if he's going to play the next couple games, because again, he couldn't even put weight on his foot. If he goes out, man, our whole starting lineup is out. And Tucker was banged up at one point. Melton had back stiffness. Korkmaz is out. Feibel was injured last night. That's why Doc said he didn't play him in the second half. Everybody has an injury. This is getting frustrating to watch as a team. The Sixers finally start getting some momentum going, and now everybody's banged up. And now everybody's banged up, and Bede says he has his foot wrapped at the current time, so who knows if he's going to play against the Nets on Tuesday it's a frustrating thing, man. It's a frustrating thing. And uh, Austin Krell here putting out, uh, Doc Rivers said P.J. Tucker didn't start the second half due to getting an injury checked. And B turned his ankle. Thibel didn't play due to injury maintenance. Everybody is banged up. It is frustrating. It is frustrating. And uh, we'll have to see how it all plays out. But at the end of the day, I'm angry that everybody on this team keeps in, keeps getting injured. I want everybody to stay in good health, man, and and you know get that rhythm together. And if you think we're going to do anything with Doc Rivers, well, we're not, especially with everybody injured. I mean, you can forget about that for now. Uh, But I was happy and proud of the way this team battled. I feel like the guys have went out there and fought every night for the last three to four games. And all we can hope going forward is that they get back on track and they get everybody together and they find a way to win. You might have to call up some guys. You might have to switch some things up for now. You might have to start load managing because this is getting out of hand. Anyway, those are just my thoughts. Give me all yours down below in the comments section. How'd you feel about this game? Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And like always, I will catch you on the next one. Peace. <laughs>